the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going today, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a defensive lineman for Elon University, a TikTok influencer with over 728,000 followers and one of the most entertaining and inspiring content creators on the platform. John Seaton, how are we doing today, brother? What's good, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Just got a, got off a busy day, had some practice at class, of course, you know, student athlete life, but it's uh, good to hop on here and uh, ready to, uh, excited to chop it up, man. Yeah, for sure. Me as well. So first and foremost, we got to represent that hometown. So tell us a little bit about your hometown and what makes it so unique. All right. So I'm from Hillsborough, New Jersey. And uh, back in my hometown, it's uh it's it's a little it's a little different. There's not there's not too too much going on, but at the same time, it's not like super, super boring. Um going back every once in a while, it's 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 good to see some people. It's good to uh be around a couple of people who I grew up with and uh yeah, man. Tons of time to put in work there too. Shout out to them. Yeah, for sure. So we got to, <laughs> we got to hear about your recruiting process a little bit and how you ended up at Elon University. I worry. So my recruiting process was a little different. Um, I was always one of those like on the cusp kind of guys when it came to schools. I spent my whole high school career marketing myself on Twitter. That's a big thing for young recruits, bro. Market your damn self. Don't let anybody else do that for you. Don't put it in anybody else's hands. It's your life. It's your football career. Do it your damn self. Um, <clears throat> I think for me personally, it was a little, it was a little weird at times because there were times where I felt like I was finally going to get that first scholarship offer. And up through my senior year, played my last game of my senior season, didn't have anywhere to go. So I was like, dang, bro, football really might be done. Um, but then Elon reached out. They're like, hey, listen, we don't have any money left, but we can give you a PWO and you can work your ass off, work your way up to wherever you want to be. Like it's, it's in your hands and how much work that you put in. So I, I really appreciate the honesty with all the coaching staff here, a bunch of great dudes, a bunch of great guys. Um, and yeah, man, just it, if the chips fell in the right place, had a couple other opportunities, but Elon was really the place where the second they started recruiting me and recruiting me heavily, I knew I wanted to go here. So, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, you in, in high school, you know, you played both offensive line and defensive line. Which position did you enjoy playing more? Uh, I actually enjoyed playing them almost like equally in their own right. Because uh, offense was was super meticulous and super uh, brain heavy because I played center. So I didn't know what every single person was doing. And that kind of leadership role was something I feel like I thrived in. And um, D-line, it's a little, it's a little different. Uh, it's a little bit more just kind of go get it. And um, D-line is really numbers-driven. It's, it's how many tackles you make, how many sacks you get. But O-line is it's a little bit less numbers-driven. It, it's very hard to tell what a good offensive lineman is because you can have someone who's huge, who's super strong, but they can't move and can't move their hands or don't know what they're doing on every single play or can't make checks to any different sort of blocking schemes that they, that they see if the defense comes out and something real wacky, it's, it's all for nothing. But D-line is really – head down go get it kill people <laughs> like it's, it's make it's make pretty boys less pretty that's and, the way i like to put it 
Yeah, for sure. Believe it or not, my scrawny self actually did play both offensive line and defensive line in high school as well. Shout out to Coach Root. You already know. But uh, but yeah, bro, I definitely I understand where you're coming from, from where you kind of like them both in their own right, because they're like, even though a lot of people love to pair them together, like they're completely different, you know, and it's it's so, so different. Yeah. Like for me, coming from someone who played center in high school, bro, I had to worry about snapping the ball. I had to worry about watching the mic back here to the guy that was in front of me. I had to cavo every single play. It was it was fun though, especially setting protections and pass pro. Yeah. All that all that kind of good stuff is just stuff that I thrive on because I like to think of myself as at least a little bit of a football guy. But yeah, man. And playing both ways in high school, that thing is tough on the body, man. Let me yeah. tell you that is rough stuff that you go through. But it's all in good fun, and I think I think everybody who does it uh, comes out of it as a better person and enjoys it. Yeah, but we got it. We got to have this answer, bro. You got to give us one or the other for this one. You got which one do you like more, bro? Do you like you like making a big TFL, a big sack, or you like pancaking someone more, man? We got to hear it. I can't pick. Man. I like <laughs> them both equal. Like it's it, they're so different that like I know I, know. I like because I just I love football, so I love playing like <clears throat> here if they like. When they asked me to go play some scout uh, scout center, I'm like, absolutely, I'll go do it. I don't care absolutely, like at all because it's just it's just what I like to do. There's there's no like sort of resentment for each position, no sort of me not wanting to play each position. It's just it's just I love playing football to the point where I can't pick a side, and wherever wherever I'm told to go is what I'm gonna do. That's nice. that's really all I can give. Man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So kind of what's it been like adjusting to college football, you know, during a pandemic? And what would you say is the biggest difference between high school and college football? Uh, so the adjustment to college football, it's really it's really learning how to do everything on your own because high school, you got, you know, some people going to let you slide, especially if you're like one of the really good players in the town. Like no one's really going to give you too much, like too much crap if you mess up. Uh, college football, on the other hand, ton more competitive um you will see wherever you go to play football above high school at any level you will see guys battling getting after it and regardless of what is going on like you you may see fights you you will see people getting screamed at all the time like this game isn't driven based off of town pride anymore it's driven off of people having job security and providing for their families so I feel like College football, the intensity is so much more ramped up. You're lifting so much more. You're conditioning so much more. Like, And practices are just for practice. You don't condition after practice. You practice to practice football. You condition to condition. You lift to lift, and you learn to learn. You go to class. You're in meetings all the time, man. Um, it's really ramped up. The speed of the game is so much faster and everything of the sort, bro, for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a lot of people, A lot of people just think like it's kind of the next step whenever you play in college, which – and its own right, it is, but at the same time, it's it's almost like it's a completely different than high school because these people are literally taking in, like, literally making an investment on you, bro. So, like, if you're just not going to show up and you're not going to do your thing, then those then those coaches, I mean, look how they look, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, they're taking a whole investment on you. So, you know, during your recruiting process, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, what did you feel was the biggest thing you did to kind of help create exposure for yourself? So, I made a Twitter. All of college football recruiting is on freaking Twitter, bro. It is that's the biggest app for everything. Coaches like will follow you. They'll you, they'll hop in your DMs. You get to hop in your in their DMs. Like that's how you market yourself. So what I did, I feel like that was different. Everybody else was. I was really big into Olympic weightlifting in high school, 
and at least for playing O-line and D-line, Olympic weightlifting does have those uh, skills that tra transfer over. But a lot of times uh, some schools won't do it because it's super hard to learn, super hard to teach. But once you get it down, the benefits are almost endless. So what I did was the thing that I, th I feel like set me apart was the fact that I was posting videos of me heavy snatching. I was posting videos of me heavy cleaning. I was posting videos of me doing split jerks, everything like that. And then, of course, I'd still post the regular bench squat deadlift videos. Like, of course, those would come. But um, I feel like I used the weight room almost as a tool to show how much I could bend as a lineman, which is huge. And then, of course, you post uh, videos of your one-on-ones at camps and everything. You you post all your workouts and you really just try to get in the door. You push your own film on there, man. And like, there are some guys who love the Twitter game of being recruited, but they're also like, and then once they get to college, they'll get to a big school and you never hear from them again. But, and there are also guys who use it as a tool just to further their career. And I'm hopefully going to be ended up in a, the group of guys who use it to further their career and not as just somebody who was, who was good on film, but not in person. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And you definitely, you definitely have everything it takes, bro, to, to take your, take your talents to wherever you want to take them. You know what I, I mean? That, I appreciate yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I've definitely done some, some research and looked at your film and everything. So you definitely got what it takes. So just keep grinding, bro. You got this. Absolutely. I got you, bro. Got yes. You. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got to hear it. Who's the best player you think I know there's, it's going to be tough, bro. I know, but you got to take this back to either high school, little gritters. It doesn't matter. Who's the best player you've ever played with and played against? You can list a couple names if you have to. All right, so the best player I ever played against was the number one uh, defensive end in New Jersey, Antonio Alfano. He went on a full scholarship to Alabama. He's a Colorado now. Uh, that kid was something different. I played against uh, Justin Shorter also, who's uh, down in Florida. And I've also played against Art Sitowski, who started a couple games of quarterback for Rutgers. So those, those are probably some of the three guys who like I've played against that are like super freaking OD. Um, my sophomore year in high school, we had a bunch of guys on our team that went D1. We had my boy Charles, who's at Akron now. We have my boy Jackson, who's actually one of my teammates here. He's one of our starting wideouts. That, that kid is crazy. Uh, my boy JB, uh, Justin Brown, he plays at the University of Maryland. Um, and my boy Ryan Wheaton, he was the kid who mentored me in high school, who's the one who, who I, I credit a bunch of my success to because he really taught me, like, how to play this game at this level. And um, – yeah, man, he's throwing at Coastal. He's not playing football anymore, but that was a dude, bro. He was insane. And now my boy Torrance Williams, Destin Floyd, and Tristan Cox up, up in college, those are the guys that be uh, taking me under their wing and mentoring me up here. So, I mean, I got tons of love, tons of shout-outs to go around to everyone, man. Even if I miss somebody, I apologize, bro. But, hey, man, I, there's, there's a ton of people. It takes it takes a village for sure. And uh, my boys Destin and Tristan, they're, they're our two starters here. Those are some – those are some dudes playing that zero tech. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I just – any any success that I that I hopefully do come across, I got to credit to those guys, for real. Yeah, that's what's up. You got you to credit everyone who helped you get to, to the point where you are today. That's so, cool. we got to hear it, bro. What's a college day in the life at Elon look like? All right. So, um, depending on what day it is, I'm usually waking up around, like, 7. It's not too bad. Sometimes, if I – Tuesdays, Thursdays, Wake up at seven. Tuesday's my busiest day, so we'll go through that. Um, got my 8 a.m. comm class. Then after that, I got a whole ass to the stadium, go get a COVID test. Then I got a whole ass back to go to my uh, advanced history study, where it's like uh, it's a race and ethnicity at Elon class. Pretty cool. Um, then after that, uh, grab some lunch, hopefully. And then 
we'll come back, uh, come back here for a little bit. I'll probably watch some film, get some homework done, and then head to the stadium. We're there from like two. I'm there usually from like two to six thirty, so it's not it's not it's not anything too bad because I enjoy being there. Get taped up, meetings, practice, come back, get some treatment, and you head home for the night, get some homework, and uh, you log on to that HBO Max, watch the movies because. Elon provides you HBO Max, and it's the greatest thing I ever had. But, hey, that's what's man, up. It's low key, staying out of trouble, especially with COVID. It's it's uh it's hard work, but it's honest work, and it'll it'll get you far, man. Hey, I know Elon had to mention whenever they was recruiting you that HBO Max came included, bro. Actually, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that, bro. I really didn't. <laughs> that's what's up, though. Hey, they come in and clutch with it. Uh, so now we got to transition a little bit onto TikTok and content creating. When did you like? create your TikTok account and then kind of when did you expect it to grow as quickly as it did and kind of when did you start to realize that like damn like people actually like like my content all right so my TikTok I downloaded TikTok because my girl at the time wanted to send me a whole bunch of stuff like she wanted to send me a whole bunch of videos and stuff and I was like all right I'm sick of looking at the looking at this on the browser let me just get the app I didn't post for a few months my first post was in, it was April 4th of 2020 I remember that and then that video got like 5,000 views. And I was like, oh, snap, like, this is crazy. It was, a, it was just a video of my hot, like a highlight or something like that. It was a trend. And then uh, at the beginning of quarantine, I'd probably say like two, three weeks later, I posted a video and it was, it took another two weeks for it to blow up. I went to bed one night, I woke up and it had like 30,000 views. And I was like, oh, snap, what's going on here? And um, yeah, man. Then after that, I just started trying to, build my own brand I didn't expect anything to blow up I would just at points I just put stuff out and then hope that it, you know just whatever just for my friends and stuff like that and uh, then I got posted on a couple big Instagram accounts I got put on uh, I got put on Bleacher Report not Bleacher Report uh, Overtime Max Preps and a bunch of those kind of guys and then it just took off from there bro the, the brand almost sort of built itself and now I can just I can post just whatever I feel like talking about that day and know that there's at least an audience out there who it'll help out. And that's the biggest part, bro. I don't, I don't give a damn about no numbers for real. Yeah. I just try to, I just try to put out a good message and help people. Out. That's really it. Yeah. What kind of like opportunities have you been able to, to get through TikTok or just content, like just social media in general that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to have? Uh, so it actually kind of influenced my major here. So I'm a strategic communications major and um it really helped out with just like me deciding what I wanted to do with my life after football's over, because everybody's got to get to that point. And um, once you make that realization, I feel like you're able to better put yourself forth and set yourself up better for later in life. So, I mean, right now I'm a, uh, it's really influenced what I want to do in life because I figured I can build my own brand and I've, I've almost documented all of what it took to get to this point. And at there's there's value in that towards companies there's value in that towards organizations um so like it, i really it really made me want to get almost into the consulting field as to where i want to be able to give advice to other people and have them put their own kind of spin on that advice so it's 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 more genuine it's more of a genuine experience for the viewer um but yeah that not, not only that it's just it's helped me uh build connections there's this whole network of athletes and everything on tiktok that people uh really don't know like how close all of us actually are like we we talk to each other a whole bunch we always we collaborate bounce ideas off each other man it's opened me up to a bunch of new communities 
Um, it's really helped with networking, getting my foot in the door. Um, it's helped me hopefully, hopefully get some internships uh, coming soon. And um, yeah, man, I'm just, it's, it, it's, it's a crazy experience and something that is a grind, but it's, it's so worth it, honestly. All right, that's what's up. John, I got one last question for you, brother. What kind of advice can you pass along to the young athletes out there trying to get in the same shoes you are, my man? Hey, it is never over until it's over, man, because trust me, I played my last game. Like I said before, I played my last game of high school football with nowhere to go. I had no PWOs. I had no scholarships. I had nothing. So there's there's just going to come a point where your back's going to be against the wall and you're going to have to claw and scratch for everything that you got or everything that you want, but you can get it even if you're still at that point. It's only the point where you yourself give up as a person where your dream is dead. Your dream is never dead as long as you're as long as you're still you're still fighting for it and you're still trying to push forward. That's all I got to say on that. That's what's up. John Seaton, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for wrapping on the show. I appreciate it. We'll be tuned into your journey for sure. Keep producing great content, man. And uh, I'll be I'll be excited to tune in. And I know all these listeners and viewers will be as well. Absolutely, brother. Much love. Thank you. Yes, sir.